Do you ever feel like you are fighting for financial knowledge? Well, now you can get it at no cost or obligation. You can get a copy of our hot off the press 401k survival guide or take advantage of a complimentary consultation valued at over $999. Call Kevin Frisbee at 800-998-5649. Again, that's 800-998-5649. This episode of Financial Safari is brought to you by Kevin Frisbee and Frisbee & Associates for all your retirement needs. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Managing expenses in retirement is important. On today's show, we'll highlight some things that will almost certainly cost more in retirement. Hi, this is Coach Pete, and if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Hey, welcome in, everybody. This is Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Kevin, of course, author of uh, the great little book called Every Dime Every Day. Uh, he is president of Frisbee & Associates, uh, fiduciary independent. Hey, Kevin, what's going on? Hey, good, Steve. How are you this weekend? Very, very well, thanks. And, and uh, you know, you, you talk about expenses that are going to go up in retirement. We'd like to think things are going to go down, but that's not always the case, is it? Of course not. I mean, let's let's face it. The uh, cost of living goes up, things go up, and you got to plan for that as well. As long as you're pa- planning for it and, and have some of that known um, added expenses in the future, you can make, make your plan work, but you need to know about it. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things, and this one doesn't surprise me at all, but travel is going to go up, especially early in retirement, because that's what we want to do. And here's the thing about travel. You know, a lot of times people put a plan together and we talk about what does it look like to to, to build in lifestyle uh, when you retire as far as budget need and that type of thing. And when you look at the cost of what you're going to do, a lot of times you got to figure you're probably going to spend more money on the front end of your retirement versus the latter end of your retirement, simply because you get to be 80, 85 years old. Some people do have a robust schedule at that point, but some people start to wind down and say, well, Maybe your health didn't hold up as well. Maybe you know you don't want to get out as much as, as you do when you're 60 years old, let's say. So you got to figure that the travel is going to be uh, more costly and, and probably on the front end. And if you are you know healthy enough to get around and, and, and live a long, long life and, and in your 80s, let's say, and you can get around uh, pretty well, well, think about inflation um, and the cost of travel, uh, whatever you might do you know, 20, 25 years from now. Right, <laughs> because it's definitely going to be more then. And I mean, right now, I, I, th- I would think that travel is a little bit less just because we really can't go that many places at this point. It, it's gone down some. Um, interesting, you know, when, when COVID first started, I told my wife, I said, because we travel frequently, as you know, to our place in Florida. And I said, go buy as many tickets as, as far in advance as you can at, at $110 round trip. And we, we were able to buy those right up through March of next year. So oh, wow. I mean, it was it stayed down there for a short period of time. All of a sudden, it's three, four, five hundred dollars for a round trip ticket now again. Uh, but you know, if you're smart and and start th- looking at opportunities, and and sometimes things happen that you can get those bargain bargain deals and bargain discounts. And also, when you're retired, you're not set to a, a, a particular schedule. Like, let's say you're a school teacher, and you can really only travel during the summertime, right? Or or school break week when it's more costly to travel. So now if you get retired and you have to be in a teacher, you can travel different times of the year that it can be more cost efficient and ineffective because it's cheaper 
to go off school vacation time and, and different times of the year. And as you begin to help people put their plans together, you factor in travel. I mean, those are questions that you ask. Where do you want to go? What do you want to do? Well, and, it, and the whole thing is when I when I help people lay out a budget, you have the basics to run a household. And then the second part of the budget is lifestyle. And so, again, you know, I've said it before, people that want to go take a fishing trip to Moosehead, um, it's probably going to be less expensive than if you go to a European vacation, let's say, to mm -hmm. Italy or someplace like that. So, but but the whole point is it doesn't matter what 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 I want. It doesn't matter at all. I want to know you as a, as a client, what does your lifestyle look like when you retire? What do you want to build in to your lifestyle? And then we need to figure out the budget accordingly. Sure. 800-998-5649, folks. That's the number that can get you started on here. So we're talking about things that will probably cost more in retirement. And uh, the one thing that can't be denied is healthcare. That is definitely going to cost more. And the further we get into retirement, in theory, the, the more it's going to cost. Here's the thing. I mean, let's when I do the budget need and we talk about income planning and and making sure you we're, we're putting your money to work in a distribution a proper distribution plan of your money. I, I ask people. It's like playing Family Feud. Name the top four reasons on the board in order of importance of why I think it's important not to spend your investment money and try to just take and live off the interest. Number one reason is when a spouse passes or a partner passes, assuming you're married. Mm -hmm. Number two reason is future healthcare cost. And when I tell people. I'm not talking about Medicare. I'm not talking about the Medicare deductibles or, or, or drug co-pays. I'm talking about a, uh, a situation where you have a, a long-term care type of event. What happens if you go in a nursing home? What happens if you need assistance at home? Who pays for that? And how much is it going to be to, to have you pay out of your pocket? That's what I'm talking about. And when you look at the health care increases, households' uh, uh, total spending on health care increases from anywhere from 8% in pre-retirement households to 19% by the time a household is, is past the age of 85. Wow, that's more than double. Well, that, that's the point. You think about the out-of-control cost of drugs, the out-of-control cost of healthcare, never mind a long-term care event, and the out-of-control cost of a, of, a, of a nursing home event. It, it's, it's something that needs to be part of the plan. It has to be at least talked about and put some provisions in place where you can prevent spending down your money uh, to a nursing home or to the state of Maine or Maine Care or New Hampshire, it's called uh, Medicaid. Uh, if you lose your assets to a nursing home or, or the state, uh, you're not going to leave anything behind to your kids, grandkids, or, or somebody else, or even charities you want to leave it behind to. So sure. we have to plan for this. And those are, and that's really an important part of the plan too. And, and there are certainly some creative ways, not that we have to dig too far into it at this point, but there are some pretty creative things that one, the insurance industry have done, and, and, and there are other things out there that can really help that. I, I had somebody, you're right, and I, I had somebody just here a couple of days ago in my office, and we're talking through this, and uh, she's retired, she's been a client for a couple of years, and she said, well, my kids have been talking to me about getting some sort of long-term care coverage. I said, well, let's talk about this, and she, keep in mind, she's been a client for a couple of years, so I'm not a fan of traditional long-term care. She's right. got a, a sizable estate, but I said, listen, right now you're self-insuring. I said, I'm not a big fan of traditional long-term care, and here's the reasons why, and we went through the bullet points. I said, I am a fan of some of the new insurance programs out there put out by insurance companies that you can actually buy, let's say, a life insurance policy with a long-term care attachment to it. So, and I use the example, I said, at your age and your health, let's say to buy a nice, healthy policy of $300,000, it's going to cost you, let's say, $500 a month. Just I'm using a, a general term, but it's, it's probably in that range. I said, it's $6,000 a year in premium. If you're, if you're 65 years old today, and all of a sudden, in 10 years, you've paid $60,000 a year in premium, but you have a $300,000 benefit. 
And then in 20 years, you pay $120,000 in premium. You still have a $300,000 benefit. And in 30 years, you pay $180,000 in premium, but you still have a $300,000 benefit. My point is in 30 years, she's going to be 95. So there's something coming out of it by way of a death benefit that's tax-free to your estate if you never need long-term care. Or if you trigger and you need long-term care coverage, even if that means you stay at home and get diagnosed, unable to need some help, basically, they'll prepay you the death benefit to help pay for care. That's pretty so amazing. Yeah, you're, it is amazing. You're guaranteed something's coming out of it versus a traditional long-term care policy. You spend money, they increase the cover, the, the cost of the, the premium cost of that. Out of control, you can't control that. And all of a sudden, you might have it long enough where you can't afford it anymore, or you've spent for 25 years into something that the money, you might as well light it on fire. It's gone. Exactly. Right. Yeah, that's certainly one way of looking at it. So we're talking about other things that, that are going to go up. And I, 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 at first, I was kind of surprised. And then you start thinking about it. And well, that makes sense. But utilities, our utilities can go up in retirement. Hey, we had here in Maine anyway, not in New Hampshire necessarily, but we had a, a problem with central Maine power rebuilding. Well, well, the bills went up dramatically in some households. And yeah, there was a problem with their technology. But at the end of the day, there was a rise in, in utility costs and people on fixed income got hurt the most from that. And so is that going to happen again? Of course, utilities with with uh, power companies and natural gas or oil. I mean, right now we get $40 barrel oil. What happens if we have another skirmish in the Middle East? Because you know that that happens often. All of a sudden we're at $100 a barrel. What happens to heating costs? So you have to plan on utilities having increases like that, especially if you're you're only 60 or 65 years old. Sure, exactly. So as we start looking at this, um, I'm going to jump ahead here and, and to a topic, you know, debt. And I didn't realize that that seniors are um, more susceptible to to incurring debt. You know what? Here's the thing. And, and it's almost should be part of elder law, really, to, to make sure that seniors aren't taken advantage of here. But all of a sudden, you get people that they, they have a, a ballooning credit card payment or something like that that they didn't, didn't realize they were having 20, 25, 30% interest on. Mm -hmm. And uh, you, all of a sudden, you could get stuck. So it's some of the seniors that are the hardest hit by some of the, some of the ballooning debt. The average debt, by the way, held by people 65 or older, it does keep climbing. The, t the total median debt for those 65 and up uh, was, uh, was about $31,000. So if wow. you're paying any any kind of interest on that kind of money, well, it doesn't take long where it adds up, and all of a sudden you got ne not thirty one thousand, but you get sixty or seventy or eighty thousand dollars in debt, and it just that's why I write in my book, Steve. I'm a get out of debt guy, right? Right. One of the most important goals somebody should have in before retirement is to try to eliminate as much debt as possible. And one of the this one too, and and uh, is charitable giving you know, goes up. And and I guess that makes sense too. The older we get, the more we want to, you know, take care of others, I guess. That's true. Um, you know, since some of the tax law changes uh, back a few years ago and the standard deduction changes, there's been less given to charities. Uh, I don't know if you know that, but uh, it's actually decreased quite a lot. So, and, and sometimes people come in and I'll say, well, you have any children? And the answer is no. Do you have any, any, uh, any, you know, anybody that you want to specifically leave money to? And sometimes the answer is no. And so, how do we figure out what do they do with their estate? So, I'm going to talk about charity giving. What have you set aside? What What's important to you? Is it the humane society? Is it whatever whatever that charity is? Is it some sort of orphanage in in uh, some African country or Dominican Republic, something like that? How can we best set yourself up 
with legal planning to make sure that your assets go to the, the, the favorite charities that you want to give to. Of course. And, and well, I'll tell you what. So we've gone over some things that, are, that may go up in retirement or may not. Um, and uh, so let's, uh, let's, let's take a quick break. Let's invite folks to give us a call, Kevin, and we'll come back and continue the conversation. Great idea, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. 800 998 Five six four nine. The next ten callers get that comprehensive financial review that Kevin just described, plus all the extras, the portfolio X-ray, the the uh, Social Security analysis. All no cost, no obligation. Starts with that phone call eight hundred nine nine eight five six four nine. Now you're going to get that financial review. You're going to see where you stand today, but more importantly, you're going to end up with that roadmap that we talk about that can really help get you to where you need to be and where you want to be when it comes to retirement. Eight hundred nine nine eight five Again, 800-998-5649. The old woulda, shoulda, coulda game can be particularly relevant for retirees. When we come back, we'll highlight some retirement regrets and what you could do to avoid them down the line. When should I take my Social Security? How much risk can I tolerate? I'm afraid I'm overpaying in taxes. Did I save enough? I can't keep up with all these rules. There are a lot of components to your retirement, and it certainly can seem overwhelming. It's time to establish a partnership with a professional who can provide you with a written plan, the proper strategies, and then be there with you along the way. That's Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800-998-5649, Funny money or not so funny money? This time, we're talking about funny money. Benjamin Franklin said, a penny saved is a penny earned. But how much is a penny really worth? Well, technically, still one cent, but it depends on when it was minted. If it's a pre-1982 penny, the copper in it's actually worth more. Pennies made before 1982 were 95% copper. Since 2000, the price of copper has risen dramatically, making the meltdown value of these pennies more than the face value of the coin. Based on per pound current value of copper, the copper in each pre-1982 penny is worth 1.7 cents. Melted down, its value is 70% higher. But wait, don't go melting down your pennies just yet. It's illegal. Hold on to them though. If the penny is ever discontinued as legal tender, then melt away. I'm Dave Perkins with Funny Money. And 
we're back on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Kevin is president of Frisbee and Associates and uh, so much more. And um, I, 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 I like this segment, the, the woulda, shoulda, coulda, because I, I, we all have regrets, I guess, some of us more than others in, in, in life. But I'm guessing over the last years that you've been doing this, Kevin, you have heard all of them. So let's, let's kind of find out what, what, what the trends are. What, are. what do people tell you that they wish they would have done differently? Well, I, you know, after all these years and, uh, you know, uh, hundreds and hundreds of appointments every single year, I, I still don't want to say that I've heard of all, all of it because, <laughs> you, you know, there's always somebody that comes and surprises you with something, right. maybe with a different angle or I don't know. It, there's a lot that I hear, by the way. And it's, uh, it, it's, it's interesting to, to hear people. I would say maybe one of the biggest regrets that people have is, is or, or, or they don't realize is they failed to make a detailed financial plan. Wow. And so- you know, you look at the studies of the people that have a game plan and have the goals and have that written down and a, and a, and a detailed financial plan versus the people that don't. And there's so much further ahead. And you you might not want to take the effort to put that detailed plan together. That's where I come in. And our group comes in here at Frisbee Associates. So you all you need to do is basically pick up the phone and then have that consultation come in. We're going to lay that out for you by, based on our conversation with you by asking you some simple questions figuring out what you have going on and what your goals are. And then then you're going to weigh in on us and, and have us try to figure out what that detailed plan is and then come back to you and say, hey, here's what we kind of kicked around and what we figured out might be uh, the, uh, the best written or potential best written strategy for you and then go through it. Sure. that But that written plan, and, and the key is that it's in writing and you can look at it and it's a tangible, you know, it's a tangible document that, I mean, that certainly can change over time, but it's, but boy, the, the reassurance that you have when you go, okay, this is my, this is my plan. I have one. Yeah. Here, here's the thing. I just had a, a client move from uh, down East Maine over to Ohio where they're from, husband and wife. And so we're, there's, there's still clients. We still communicate and we we're doing a, 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 a Skype meeting the other night. And I had this, he asked me to, now that he sold his businesses, lay out a, a great detailed financial plan so that they can have something they can go through with me and then and tweak and, and fine tune. So they have a something, a game, a roadmap basically, because he's an engineer type guy and he needed that and he wanted that. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to help him uh, walk through that. So we were able to get that. I emailed him. We, we went through uh, back and forth. We're going to make some tweaks. We're going to get back and forth. So again, it, it's about having something to look at, a visual. It was a great detailed report of their social security amounts, uh, you know, their investments, the amounts that they're taking from the investments, how long their life expectancy building and inflation. There's, there's a tremendous amount of stuff that we can do with a written plan to, to give somebody, a, a, you know, a five, six, seven, eight, ten 10 pager to, to lay out of what they ex should expect their, their retirement years to look like. You said a moment ago that you want to, you ask them about their goals and, and do people have do they have an idea of what their goals are in retirement? I mean, say besides travel, I want to travel. Well, what else do you? What else is retirement to you? Yeah, I had I had a woman in here the other day, and her husband couldn't make it in for some reason. But she said, "Well, I, you know, my husband started taking money uh, about a year ago, which I knew that because he's with me as well." Mm -hmm. um, so she says, "Well, I want to start taking money from my account." She's only 66, 67 years old. I said, no problem. So I said, how much do you want to start taking? We'll set that up and you pick the day of the month and you know, you want the first of the month. We'll start that October one. No problem. She said, well, <laughs> I'm laughing when I'm saying this because she says, well, what do you think? <laughs> I, said, I said, wait a minute, let's talk about this, Estelle. I said, 
what do you need? It's not necessarily what I think. It's what are you trying to get to here? What are you trying to do? And let's build it around what you want to do, not what I think. Um, so I just get a chuckle because people do just, hey, hey, she's just kind of out there. I want some extra money, Kev. What do you what do you think I should do? <laughs> exactly. That's good. So we're talking about regrets in retirement. And um, do you? How often do you hear the one where I'm just going to work until I drop? So it's like 70 years old. I'm still working like a like a madman. Well, let's. That's a big assumption, isn't it? Steve? It is a big one. You know, that's a big assumption. Assuming you have the health to still work, and a lot of people do. By the way, I just had a another woman in here coming in for a first appointment. Her and I have met. Uh, a few years ago in the past, and she just retired. She's 75. And she's one of these 75-year-olds that is like a 60-year-old to me. You know what I mean? Like she's got a lot of life in front of her, um, perfectly healthy. But point being is you, when you look at, you know, can you work till 70? It that There's a lot of factors in there. Um, there's And if you're only 60 or even younger, there's a lot of lifetime in there to, to get you to that point. And God willing, you you have the ability and the health to be able to do it, but that that's not always the case. And and let's say you have a a, a partner or spouse, it might not be dependent on your health. It could be dependent on their health because if something happens to them, and all of a sudden you're going to be their caretaker in some level, well, that might affect your your work uh, future as well. So, do you hear folks say that they regret taking Social Security as early as they did? Uh, sometimes, you know what? Here here's the thing. I had this this these two brothers come in this past week. And um, it was an unusual, number one, one of the brothers is a client, the other one's going to become a client, but he, the, the, the one that's a client brought his brother in because his health is, is deteriorating and failing a little bit. So when you look at, um, you know, people coming in and basically wanted to, you know, talk through what happens if he gets sick and what happens in this case, what happens in that case, I, I'm having these conversations often and saying, hey, you know, if something happens, I'm going to be able to walk you through and your brother needs a financial power of attorney to be able to con consult with me on your finances. That was the main thing I needed to get have them get done. Um, but again, you know, you, you, the, the client of mine is 67 years old. And so the brother chimed in and said, well, I, I tried to talk him out of collecting Social Security early. I said, wait a minute. I'm the guy that recommended he collected Social Security early because when we started to have the conversation four or five years ago, he didn't have good health then. And so he says, oh, really? I didn't realize he had a conversation with you. I said, yeah, he did. And I, my recommendation is he collect it as soon as he can because he didn't have a great health status back then. So the chances of him living to 80 years old were probably a lot less than your chance to live to 80 years old. So I wanted him to get as much out of the Social Security system as, as he could possibly get out. So, um, so a lot of times, Steve, you have to live past about 79 or 80 years old for that break-even point for it to make sense to wait or not. Mm -hmm. And you flip a coin. Right. I mean, it's, it's sometimes it's a coin flip, but but not if somebody comes in with health conditions, it's not a coin flip anymore. Sure. That sways it to you, you should go, you know, put in place a strategy to collect it earlier. And so some some people do regret retiring early because they run out of things to do, I guess. Well, that's a challenge. It, it, it's a legitimate challenge. And staying busy, staying actively, uh, men mentally and physically active in retirement is the most important thing. So, yeah, if you, if you don't think you're going to stay busy and you don't hate your job, um, yeah, I mean, keep doing it until you, you don't want to anymore or until somebody says you can't anymore. Um, and why not? I mean, if, you, if you've got nothing else to do. Right, exactly. And, you know, we talk about th there's, this one seemed odd to me, but losing touch with adult children. Why would you do that? Sometimes it happens if adult children move away, uh, particularly oh, here so, in New England. Right, you know, sure. Maine, New Hampshire, um, you, you, your kids move away for another opportunity, then what? You you tend to lose. My, my son lives in Florida now, and 
So it's not the same, right? He's not coming home every day uh, from school or from work or whatever he's doing. And so, yeah, we're communicating with him a couple times a week, but it's it's not the same. And I can see how that can happen. If he gets to a point where he has a family, all of a sudden, I'm going to be have the ability to flexibility to be able to travel around if I get grandkids someplace. So sure. I'm going to make that work. Uh, but but I can see where that can happen, and it does happen in families. And so as we look at this, too, uh, so regrets of not focusing on what really matters, uh, that that becomes more of a, uh, uh, you know, you're a therapist at that point. <laughs> I am a therapist besides an advisor. So <laughs> I've said that many times, tongue-in-cheek. Uh, you, know, you know, the people come in, and, and part of disclosing uh, their finances sometimes to me so I can help them, you know, put them on the best potential track is talking about some of the dynamics that happen that they kind of get, you know, mixed into the, the, the financial conversation. So yeah, focus on what really matters. You know, what, what do you want to do with the rest of your life with the time that you have left? How much is that time potentially? I mean, God willing, you don't know, but let's try to build this plan based on what your expectations are as far as life expectancy and, and, and stay focused on what really matters in your life. It's that, if that's family and following your kids around, if you got grandkids, if that's your focus, let's figure out how you can stay focused on that. Well, that's one of the things that you do when you sit down with someone and you begin to put that plan together. You take that into account, and and that's that's kind of the one of the what ifs thing, what if things that I am sure when you ask people, you might get a, a surprised look. Well, here's the thing, and and we have a lot of clients that come in that are brand new clients that start to work with us or decide to work with us on some level because. They might, might have another advisor or broker or money manager or somebody that they've had that is just interested in managing their money. And sometimes it's not even they're not even doing a great job. But even let's say the ones that are doing a great job, people come in because they need the other parts of the conversation, inclusive, because it all becomes a factor here. You know, when you talk about when we have these conversations with people, if I don't bring this stuff up. But but we're managing money. I'm not I'm not attaching it to them. I'm not tying it together, and it has to be tied together. And people know that they need a comfort level, knowing that we have their focus of their their what they want to do outside of the manage money piece. It, it, so we have their back. We have their best interest in how we manage money as well. I like the sound of that. 800-998-5649. In fact, we're up against the clock here. Why don't we take a quick break, Kevin, and then invite folks to call? Sounds great, Steve. For the next ten callers who will call in today. We're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. 
Hey, folks, here is a great opportunity to, to sit down and, and put that financial roadmap together. Just the things we've been talking about in this last segment about regrets, how to avoid them, maybe, uh, you know, not have them. And uh, again, it's a chance to put that financial roadmap together. Take that complex financial world, and there are many things that can be smoothed out, made easier to understand. Here's your chance to get that true, practical financial review. Maybe it's a second opinion. Now's the time to make the call. 800-998-5649. You heard, Kevin, the next 10 callers are going to get that comprehensive financial review. You see where you stand today, yes, but most importantly, you end up with that roadmap, the guide that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. So you've got nothing to lose. 800-998-5649. 10 callers right now. 800-998-5649. A question I'm often asked is, am I ready to retire or can I retire? When we come back, we've got a checklist to see just how ready you are or maybe how ready you are not. Retirement consultation. Yeah, no pain, no gain, right? No risk, no reward, right? We're going all risk, see? We're going to put everything you got in the market. You're going to love it. Don't walk, run from that office and go to your future retirement partner with your best interest in mind, with a retirement plan that includes income and protection, proper distribution of your assets so you can sleep well at night. That's Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee. 800 998 5649. 800 998 56 649 banks that's right the place that you put your money the place that you put off going to until you absolutely have to i mean come on who really looks forward to walking in filling out deposit slips talking to tellers just another thing to add to the drive home from your long work day and it's time that you don't have but fortunately for us that is all about to change at least if current market trends keep the way they are the days of visiting your local branch only to be met with waiting and tedious deposit slips that might all be over and we can rejoice together much like shopping and dining out technology is changing the way we bank many consumers already taking advantage of mobile deposit bank apps debit cards they've been around for decades Decades. When's the last time anybody has really carried a large amount of cash on them? I know I don't anymore. With each new convenience feature, it seems that there's less reason to travel out of your way and take your time just to visit a brick and mortar location, which begs the question, are these storefront locations an unnecessary expense for banks and an unnecessary fixture for you? And it would seem that Simon Matthews, who's the chief strategy officer for Extractable, would agree. In June 3rd of 2015, in an article for the financial brand titled The Uberization of Banking, Matthews actually points out that many industries are already seeing a benefit in holding limited or in some case even no assets. Airbnb, the world's largest accommodation provider, actually doesn't own any real estate outside of its offices. Alibaba, the world's most valuable retailer, holds no physical inventory of its own. Facebook, the social media giant, doesn't produce any of its own content. And Uber, we all know it, we all love it. But did it ever occur to you that they do not own a single vehicle in their fleet? And these business models are great for both the consumer and the business owner. The consumer enjoys lower prices due to no production costs, no maintenance costs. 
the businesses themselves get to enjoy all of their revenue and banks are noticing. Some credit unions are offering locations that are essentially unmanned with any transaction being handled at an enhanced ATM with a remote teller via a screen and a telephone and only employing a sole receptionist. Now this is working out great for them because not only do they enjoy more revenue, but it's also more secure with the cash being stored in strong boxes inside of a machine with no physical access to it. With all of these benefits and an enhanced customer experience requiring virtually no time or effort on their part, the only question remaining is who is going to step up and revitalize this industry? Who knows? Maybe it'll be one of our listeners. Financial Safari. Welcome back, everybody. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Kevin Frisbee is here, as always. Kevin, author of that book called Every Dime Every Day, and uh, a great little book it is. Uh, he's also president of Frisbee and Associates, and uh, so much more. You're a fiduciary. Uh, you've got a whole fiduciary team behind you, don't you? Yeah, we got a whole fiduciary team, and uh, we've got uh, you know the investment advisors, uh, 65 licensed advisors. We've got the Medicare specialists, and I'm bringing this up because. This coming week, Steve, is the start of open enrollment for Medicare, October 15th to December 7th. And we wear blaze orange here in the office in Maine uh, and across New Hampshire. And I jokingly say that it's like hunting season for our Medicare advisors (laughs) coming up. (laughs) I guess. Because again, that whole, I mean, we could spend a whole show talking about Medicare, not that I want to, but but we could. We definitely could. And I'll make a mention, we, we have two videos, actually our TV shows that were done with a couple of our Medicare advisors. So if you want to call up the show, we'll send you the 30-minute TV show with an email link if you want to watch that on All Things Medicare. Um, They're great episodes. Rick George, Chris Parnell have both done a separate show uh, with me. And uh, so again, if you want to call up, we'll get you that link out just on Medicare. 800-998-5649. 800-998-5649. That's the number to call, folks. We talked about regrets in the last segment. And so now this checklist of uh, things you do today to make sure you don't have those regrets tomorrow. And I know we talk about it a lot, but healthcare has got to top that list. We've got to take that into account. Uh, absolutely. And the big thing is, I just mentioned Medicare. So if you're going to retire and you're already 65, well, what do you do for healthcare? You're going to get on a Medicare plan and then you're going to need a Medicare supplement or advantage plan. And so how do you determine that? Well, our Medicare advisors are independent advisors, which means they represent all things Medicare out in the market. So all the new plans and drug plans that are coming out, they'll sit down with you. They'll go through what you're taking for drugs, what the formularies are, what the, what the levels are, and then you can pick the best plan that fits your situation. If you're not 65 yet, critically important, we've got uh, two actually healthcare specialists. We just added, um, and I'm gonna I'll make a mention of his name, Bill Pike, down in Falmouth, Maine. Bill has just joined our group. He's the biggest healthcare representative in the whole state of Maine. So what does that mean to our clients? It means a lot because number one, I only pick the best of the best. I actually have the ability to, to scour all of New England and talk to advisors on all things of the, whatever the subject matter is, and I'm I'm picking the number one people that are in their space. So they can be part of the holistic team. Bill Pike, welcome to the team, by the way. And so anybody that has healthcare concerns or questions, pre-65, call us up. We'll sit you down with Bill and, uh, and be able to figure that out. So is there a whole different strategy when, say, one spouse is uh, going to be 65 and the other is nowhere near 65? It's one of the things. It's, I call it the elephant in the room. A lot of times people will work longer than they want to. 
because they have a younger spouse that they're carrying on the healthcare. Um, so yeah, there, there's a there's a dynamic to that. There's an income level. Sometimes you can get a subsidy, sometimes not. And that that's a dynamic that you have to have the conversation about and figure out what best fits on the healthcare side and on the Medicare side. It could be a little tricky, I'm thinking. It can be tricky because a lot of things out there. And if you don't have a subsidy and your income is higher than $68,000 as a married couple, you're going to pay some money for healthcare and uh, premiums alone, never mind any deductibles and, and that type of stuff. So how do we get you to a position where it's not going to cost you you know, an arm and a leg uh, to, to get some healthcare coverage? But the problem he also is that's the one thing that you can't go without because if you have any assets at all and you have one event, it could flip you upside down financially. Uh. We would hate that. Uh, so we're talking about things that, uh, you know, this checklist of things to make sure that we're, that you know, check them off before we get to retirement to find out if we can retire. Housing is another one. And I know we've talked about that before, but it is important to kind of understand, you know, do you have a mortgage? You're going to keep a mortgage? Yep. It, it's it's huge uh, importance to understand. So if you have a mortgage, it's not the end of the world if you retire with a mortgage. Um, my biggest commentary with people is picture yourself at 85 years old and you're still active and out there and doing whatever. And, and, and can you maintain the house that you're in? Are you planning on staying here even at 85? Is it, is it doable? And a lot of times the answer is no. I mean, people, even if they're, if they're single, a lot of times definitely the answer is no. If they're married, then the question is, well, what happens when somebody passes away? Can the survivor maintain the grounds, maintain plowing the driveway, maintain the house? Uh, a lot of times the answer is no. So I want people to be thinking about that. What happens if and, and when should you start to think about transitioning into downsizing? Sure. Well, that makes sense, too. And uh, spending estimates, and I know putting together that budget is, is, can, be, can be painful, but at the same time, it should almost be um, fulfilling to be able to put together the budget and know that all those, all those slots are covered. Isn't it funny how one word has all of the painful and fulfilling <laughs> ties to it, right? Yes, of course. <laughs> when I say budget and people just sometimes cringe and listen, it's a necessary evil is what it is. It's important to figure out what a budget is. Doesn't mean you're tallying everything down like I talk about in my book. It means you understand how much it costs to live on a monthly basis. Right. And then when you when you do that estimate one time, we can adjust that and then and tweak it as we go. But you want to know because now we can build that and back that plan into it and figure out how much distribution you need from your retirement accounts. You know, where do we take that money from? And always make sure you maintain your, your budget need and your lifestyle. And once we establish what our spending is or what our budget is, then you start to factor in, like you just said, where's the income coming from? How do we cover that? How do we fill the gaps? Bingo. That's, that's a, that the other part of the conversation. Where do we fill the gaps from? If you've saved from retirement you're and you're, you don't need to take from those accounts, if you're still working part-time, doing whatever, is it enough to cover the budget? And then when somebody passes away, if you're married or have a partner, how about what is the, what happens to the, the, the budget after somebody dies? It doesn't get cut in half. The grocery bill might go down, but the, the cost to run the household is the same basically, right? Mm -hmm. So you, you, there's a loss of income now. How, how do you now put that plan in place to take the additional money and where do you take it from? And and again, that's one of the things that you guys do at, at Frisbee and Associates is it's it's a comprehensive plan that you help us put together and and give us some choices and and you know that's for us to decide to make sure that that all those bases are covered, but you make sure the bases are covered. We make sure the bases are covered and we do it tax efficiently. There's another piece. And by the way, deal. I'm going to announce, yeah, it, 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 there's a lot to the tax efficient planning. I'm going to announce right now, we just released. So in 2019, the Securities and Exchange Commission, the SEC approved tactical money managers like ourselves to have uh, the ability to create tax efficient investments. 
So what I'm talking about is after-tax money, so I'm not talking about IRAs or Roths, but after-tax money, we now have tax-efficient tactical exchange-traded funds, ETFs. So we can put somebody in a position where they have after-tax money and put them in our ETF portfolio and not have the taxes as a non-IRA account until after they start withdrawing money. So there's a lot that we have to the table right now that we can benefit a lot of people. Well, tax strategies, uh, that's something that you at Frisbee and Associates do so well. It, well, because it's so important. I want to make sure my clients keep as much, legally keep as much money in their pockets as possible, right, Steve? That's yeah. that's ultimately the goal. Why would you spend any more money in taxes if you don't have to, if there's a, if there's maybe a smarter way to get around that? Right. And and uh, so then that then comes into the drawdown strategy, and, and uh, that becomes important as well because you can't just pick willy-nilly from your accounts. That That's exactly right. So the drawdown strategy simply means – when you start taking money from your accounts to supplement your income, where do you take it from? And and what do you have in place that determines where you start taking that money from? Taxes is obviously part of the conversation. Is is taxable? Is it non-taxable? That type of thing. Do you have a Roth or not, not have a Roth? Those are all factors. And then figuring out maybe you have some protected money that isn't going to fluctuate with the market. And then you have the market accounts. If the market starts to go down, you want to switch your drawdown from the market account to the non-risk account and then manage you can manage your your volatility that way. That's again, if this sounds foreign to you, this is conversations I have all the time with people. And maybe you ought to give us a call anyway, just to have this conversation. <laughs> exactly. 800-998-5649. Just for the reassurance, I mean, you, you know, there's no cost or obligation for that first time where you come on in and sit down. So take advantage of it, folks. And I'm going to combine these last three together and an estate plan, what to do when, when you lose a spouse, and then legacy, because all of those things really tie together. They really do. So the estate plan, that to me means... Have you done your legal work to, to, to make sure that your your assets go and your estate goes to who and, and where you want it to go to? When you lose a spouse, what happens you know, to after that? I mean, I've had a few spouses pass away this year from clients. All of a sudden, we're sitting with the surviving spouse, figuring out, all right, we got to change beneficiaries. We have to change your, your, your legal work. We have to change this. We have to change that. I just had one a couple of days ago. He just buried his, his, his wife, died from cancer, 57 years old, mm. and he came in and we were wrapping some stuff up. And I said, listen, you know, it, it, you probably don't know now because it's only been a few months, but get get back in touch with me in a month or two when your budget starts to come around so we can adjust whatever we need to adjust income-wise. Right. So that's all a factor. And then legacy. How, do you have kids, grandkids, or where do you want your assets to go to? And making sure that you're doing it tax efficiently, doing it in a way you want to have happen and not going to be squandered out there to maybe a, a divorce situation or a bankruptcy situation with somebody that one of your kids might be going through. Well, and again, you know, not to dig into it too far, but the, but the the Secure Act made major changes to a inherited IRA, which is worth having a conversation about. Huge factor. I mean, they've now changed it where you can't stretch a a passed down IRA over your lifetime, you have to do it over 10 years. So tax implications are critically important now to look at. And is that going to hurt you tax-wise and, and or hurt your kids and grandkids tax-wise? Maybe we do the, the pre-planning right now before you pass away yeah. to make sure that your kids aren't going to get hurt tax, tax-wise. So when, when that pro- in that process where you're putting a plan together, you, you must have a checklist, something similar, to make sure that you've got everything covered. I definitely do. And we go down through, and I don't go through the, the full checklist with everybody, but right. it's going to be based on on their conversation when they come in and have the, that, that free consultation. We sit down, we try to figure out what's going on. I'm going to raise some questions, things that maybe they didn't even think about when they come in. And then we're going to walk through some of the solutions. 
And then the whole point is it's a free consultation. First appointment, we gather some information. Second appointment, no cost to that. And then we make recommendations. We lay out a plan. And if they decide to work with us, Steve, we book a third appointment to have them come back in. It's that simple. No cost basically for two appointments. Wow. All right, folks. I mean, again, if it's time that you make that that kind of a commitment, 800-998-5649, and the commitment is to just to have the conversation. That's all I'm talking about. Um, so why don't, we, uh, why don't we invite folks to give us a call, Cap? Great idea, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. 800-998-5649. 10 callers right now get that comprehensive financial review. You see where you stand today, but most importantly, it does become that roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. When we come back, it's time to answer your questions, and we've got some good ones this week. Such a blow to invest. Do it right now. It takes courage to face up to things like volatile markets and Wall Street money traps. If you're worried, unsure, or losing sleep about your money, do something about it. Call Kevin Frisbee at 800-998-5649. Again, that's 800-998-5649. It's your go-go years, so let's get going with another retirement road trip. We're going to strap on the feed bag today and hit the road to taste the regional difference in a certain delicacy. Some use barbecue as a verb. Well, it's a noun today, and it's a delicious noun. One of the big ingredients that makes each regional barbecue favorite stand out is the sauce. Take Kansas City. Now that's rubbed with spices, slow smoked over a variety of woods and served with a thick tomato-based barbecue sauce. Now let's go to North Carolina. There's an east-west battle in the Tar Heel State over which region has the best and again has a lot to do with the sauce. Eastern North Carolina sauce is vinegar and pepper based with no tomato whatsoever. Western style barbecue in North Carolina uses a red sauce dip seasoned with vinegar with a little ketchup and usually red pepper flakes along with other spices. All pork based, different sauce. How about Memphis style? Now that's a rich sauce with a mixture of sweet and vinegar and a hint of heat. A good Memphis barbecue sauce is thinner than most tomato based sauces. And finally, in Texas, they may not bicker like they do in North Carolina, but there are regional differences in sauce style in the state. East Texas barbecue is marinated in a sweet tomato-based sauce. South Texas style features a thick molasses-like sauce. Central Texas, well, the meat is rubbed with only salt and black pepper, or in some restaurants with spices, sauce is typically considered unneeded, maybe served on the side. 
The regional differences keep it interesting and it's all good. Just different ingredients. Just like your retirement planner will use for you to match your specific needs. It's barbecue, y'all, on your retirement road trip. We're back on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. And uh, Kevin, uh, of course, uh, is uh, president of Frisbee and Associates. Got a great team of folks around him. And you guys are back doing seminars again. That's kind of exciting. It is exciting. Um, I'm glad to be back doing seminars. We talked about that all during the COVID crisis that oh, uh, yeah. we, we were missing um, meeting people face to face. And I'm glad to see people coming out. And actually, you know, we're, we're doing it socially distancing. We're doing it the right way. So you don't have to be worried if you want to come out at the seminar, wear your mask, sit sit apart. We keep the tables apart and the chairs apart and no problem at all and, uh, and get to kind of take in our live seminars. If you don't want to take in a live seminar, we have virtual seminars as well um, that we have uh, set up and, and uh, we can get you scheduled to um, sit in one of our virtual seminars. Sure. And they've got you've got one coming up on the 15th. So that's just uh, that's later in the week. Yeah, the 15th is coming right up. It's going to be an asset preservation workshop from 10 a.m. until noontime at Jeff's Catering in Brewer. And uh, and then we've got a virtual asset preservation workshop set up for Wednesday the 21st. And then uh, added to that on the 27th of October is going to be a retirement income planning workshop also in Brewer, Maine. Wow. That's hard to believe we're already into October. <laughs> wow. Uh, and I'm giving and I'm giving dates to the end of October. So yeah, we, we, <laughs> yeah gosh. It's yeah. it's you know, think about it. I mean, some people are gonna be glad to get 2020 over. So I'm I maybe I feel like I'm rushing it. I'm not gonna be glad to get 2020 over because we're we have so many people that want to see us and we're trying to get as many as we can in. All right, fair enough. And and uh, again, folks, if you want to get in on any of this, 800 998 5649 All right, jump into a couple of questions here. Jeff writes this from Herman. He says, I'm retiring at 63, planning to live on savings until 60. 66 is full retirement age, and then dip into Social Security. What he's trying to decide is, he said, should I keep some money in my existing company 401k and invest the rest in an indexed annuity? Alternatively, should I invest everything in an indexed annuity? Is there another investment option I should consider? Loaded question there. Yeah, loaded question. A lot of stuff going on. Jeff, thanks for writing in. in. Congratulations on retirement at 63. Um, yeah, let's talk about the first part. You're living on, on your savings account until the age of 66, which is three more years before your full retirement Social Security, and then plan on taking Social Security. So just be careful here. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with you waiting until 66 to get your full Social Security amount, but I don't want you to spend down too much of your savings also. Don't mm-hmm. give up your, you, you know, too much of your emergency account to try to wait to take Social Security. The, the, like I told the story earlier, uh, the, the, the brothers that come in, uh, you know, one was coming in and I, and I had recommended he take social security early because he had some health issues. And, and it's a good thing I did because it's, you know, it's probably not going to be very long before he's going to be around who knows. But, but again, you want to, you want to make sure there's a balance there. Sure. Um, the other part of your question is, should I leave money in the 401k, the existing and take and, and invest the chunk of it in an index annuity? Well, that depends on the index annuity and the company because there's a lot of index annuities out there and, and and I have access to every single one of them and some of them I would never bring to the table. So be careful about that. What's the index annuity? What does that look like? And then should you put all your money in an index annuity? Absolutely not. You should never put all your money in one particular spot. So yeah, there are some other investment options you should consider. I would say, come on in. Let's walk through what the options are. We can talk about index annuities if you want to. We can talk about some of the alternatives. But just be careful with some of the things, some of the things you're mentioning here, 
there's some potential hangups with with doing what what you're saying. Exactly. Well, that whole annuity world is, is you know can be pretty convoluted at times. It can, and that's why people you know maybe get somebody that's pitched pitched them a product, and uh, they're not they're not trying to show them something for a solution. They're trying to pitch something. Right. And that, that's why I, I'm always cautious when I walk down this road having a conversation with people. Why were you brought that particular index annuity or type of annuity to the table? It is always. If it's the right fit, fine, but but why? Let's figure out what that reason is. Exactly. 800-998-5649 is the number, Jeff, if you'd like. Now, speaking of annuities, Kathy has a question about an annuity. She says, what are my options if I am locked into a variable annuity contract? Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> Don't like the way you know, that Steve, sounds. I, I'm telling you, Steve, I see these all the time, and it's 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 people need to understand what a variable annuity is and in, in the, in the ups and downs of these, and mostly downs. A variable annuity is an investment managed by the insurance company, and the fees in these variable annuities are anywhere from 2 to 5%. I've seen as high as 4.5% on an annual basis. I had one just recently. Um, I won't name the company, but when I showed him that they were paying 3.36% in annual fees, he finally stood up and said, well, that's why I haven't been making any money with this thing. I said, well, yeah, you can't make any money when you're paying a 3.36% fee in much anything out there. So if you're locked in, Kathy... First of all, thanks for writing in. But if you're locked in, sometimes there's a, there's a surrender penalty that lasts for a few years. Sometimes, and I know sometimes there's there's uh, companies out there that will have bonus bonuses to come in. So sometimes we can get a bonus product to offset the penalty. If, oh, okay. if you're so you're not necessarily locked in. So let's let's take a peek at that. So that so sometimes not always sometimes they're fixable. They, they, sometimes they're fixable. Not always, but sometimes they okay. are, yes. All right, good enough. Kathy, 800-998-5649 to have the conversation. Let's go to Paul in Freeport. He says, should I roll over my traditional IRA into my Roth IRA at 60 years old? I also have a work-related 401k with 107000 as well as a designated trading account with 90000 I have nothing but standard deductions as our homes are paid for. So if you roll over your traditional IRA into the Roth IRA... 60 years old is irrelevant. It's a matter of taxes. And so what happens is you're going to have the full tax of the traditional IRA, whatever that amount is. Um, so, and that, it didn't indicate how much that is, but if it's a hundred thousand or more or less, whatever that number is, sure. you're going to have to add that to your regular income, Paul. Um, I'm not saying it's not a good idea to convert to the Roth, but let's figure this out. And you're young enough to be able to consider converting to a Roth as well. Um, okay. Your, your, your work-related 401k, assuming you're still working, has $107,000. Um, that would be something to consider rolling over to a traditional IRA and getting a better control and a better investment strategy with that. And then your, your designated account, trading account with $90,000, um, that's going to be an after-tax account. What are you doing tax-efficiently with that? As I mentioned earlier in today's show, we just launched a tax-efficient non-IRA ETF portfolio that is going to be very attractive to a lot of people that have money in the market or in investments that are not uh, IRA or Roth type monies. So is and I'm sorry. Go. No, I was going to say, is 90,000 enough to have that conversation? Oh yeah, yeah, no, no. There's no minimums to those uh, accounts. Oh, okay. So if somebody wants to come in with uh, five thousand bucks, we've got uh, the ability to sit down and talk with somebody. Yes. Okay. All right. Great. Good to know, Paul. It's eight hundred nine nine eight five six four nine, and uh, Vince is in Wyndham. He says, "Why would a person choose a mutual fund over an individual stock?" Well, diversification is the answer to that, and uh, and then I would ask, why would somebody choose a mutual fund over an ETF? 
There's no, <laughs> there's no real good reason. And in an exchange traded fund, you can have the same diversification as a mutual fund, but none of the massive fees that a lot of times are built into mutual funds. And I'm talking about a loaded fund, loaded fees, uh, a fee that you pay up front going in. I've seen a, a, a very expensive mutual funds versus you can do the same thing with diversification with an exchange traded fund ETF. Individual stocks are okay. And if you're going to go, let's say, have your own retail account with TD Ameritrade or, or uh, Schwab or one of those uh, people, and then you want to trade some individual stocks with a little bit of money, fine. But if you want to have diversification, you don't want to put all your money in one individual stock. Sure. All right. Well, that makes sense. And uh, 800-998-5649, Vince. Uh, we got time for one more. Let's do. Uh, let's go to Ginny in Oxford. Uh, she says, starting in 2010, my spouse has acquired four separate 401k plans from employers in three states. Uh, is it possible to combine all these 401k plans into one? Yeah, yeah, the, the answer is yes, Jenny. Thanks for writing in. So um, I've seen this many times where people have four separate uh, jobs with different employers and they've got 401ks set in all, all four of them. And in your case, it's going to be easier to combine those. Um, and probably what you're going to do is you're going to roll them to a traditional IRA mm -hmm. and then combine them and, and, and get some simplicity in your planning. That doesn't mean you're not diversified. We can talk about doing a traditional IRA, uh, merge them together, and then talk about diversifying within that one single individual IRA. Sure. And uh, so, Jenny, again, 800-998-5649. And uh, again, really a great show today, Kevin. Uh, why, don't, why don't we invite folks to call one last time and, and make sure you get a spot on your calendar? Sounds great, Steve. For the next 10 people who call us right now, we're going to offer a complimentary financial review of your entire financial and retirement plan. There's no cost for this visit. It's simply a chance for you to get an education about your money so that you can make the best decisions for yourself moving forward. We found that most people don't have a true understanding of three basic things. They don't know how much money they're paying in fees and commissions. And they don't know how much unnecessary risk they're taking with their nest eggs. And they don't understand the tax implications of their retirement savings. We will sit down with you and help you understand all of those issues. Many of our radio listeners who go through this process eventually become clients, but others don't. This process isn't designed to turn every listener into a client. It's just an extension of the education that we try to offer on the show. But we can't give specific advice for your unique situation on the radio. So this is an opportunity for you to get answers to some of your specific questions or maybe even answers to some questions that you didn't even know you needed to be asking. If you call right now and you're one of the next 10 callers, not only will you get a financial review and second opinion package worth $499, but when you come in, you also get a copy of this brand new, hot off the press special report that Coach Pete just released for radio listeners only. It's called the Retirement Alpha. It's a nine-page special report about building a solid retirement in a zero-interest environment. Now keep in mind, folks, the review alone is worth $499, but this report is invaluable and could save you hundreds or even thousands of dollars in taxes through retirement. So for the next 10 callers, we'll make some time in our calendar to visit with you and give you this complimentary financial roadmap. Hey, folks, here it is. Come on in. Sit down with Kevin and the team at Frisbee & Associates. Put a financial roadmap together. If it's time, yes, it, it now is the time. Take that complex financial world, turn it into something that just makes sense. It's a chance to get a true, practical financial review. And if you're listening, then give us a call. It's 800-998-5649. The next 10 callers are going to get that comprehensive financial review, plus all the extras that Kevin talked about, the portfolio MRI, the Social Security analysis, all at no cost, no obligation, 
you're going to see, yep, this is how where I stand today. But more importantly, you will have that roadmap, that guide that can really help get you to where you need to be and where you want to be when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. Kevin, as always, one of my favorite hours of the week is right here. It's always it went, fun. It's always interesting. Yeah, it went by so fast. We talked about a lot of stuff. And if you want to talk about anything we talked about on today's show, give a call Take advantage of the consultation. We're going to return your call within an hour of the show ending. That sounds great, folks. Thanks for listening, everybody. We do hope you found the information we provided helpful. And we will be back again next week. We've got new topics, new questions, that and a whole lot more right here on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. Coach P. Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken.